There are a million reasons that you could be sad and negative if you wanted to, especially in 2020 and with all that surrounds us. You watch the news and you wonder if there is any good left in the world because all that you hear about is evil and scary. And that's just in the world. That's not even what's going on in your world because you're a mom in 2020 and you are being tested like never before. It's really easy to lose sight of all of the blessings that surround us daily when we're caught up and only focused on the bad around us. But if we want to not only survive this year and beyond and actually thrive, then it's so important that we develop an attitude of gratitude. So let's get to it in episode five. Hey, Courageous Mom. I want you to know that you are so brave raising those children and giving everything you have for everything that they need. I've been there and understand what it's like to feel like you're lost, to feel tired and so completely overwhelmed. Hi, I'm Tanya and an autism mom. This journey is not an easy one. It's been demanding and confusing, but it's also been massively life-changing in a great way and has brought me more joy and more laughs than I could ever imagine. You shouldn't walk alone, and that's why I felt called to create this community. Here you'll laugh, find joy, hear inspiring stories, along with support and some tough love to begin your journey back to you again. You have permission to take care of yourself, to go after your dreams, and to be happy and fulfilled every day, even on those tough ones. So let's do this journey together, gracefully, boldly, and courageously. So you know those weeks where everything you touch seems to fall apart, things are breaking, nothing is going right, your children are driving you nuts, you're just irritable and cranky, and you can't put a finger on exactly what's bothering you, you just know that you're at a point where you are easily annoyed by anything and everything. Well, it's been one of those weeks for me, and it's the start of a new week, and I definitely want to make this week better than the last. So I need to take off these cranky pants that I've been wearing and put on a new attitude. That's why we're talking about having an attitude of gratitude, because I'm going to tell you that that is the big thing that I missed in my life for the past week. So it was just an incredibly crazy and busy week and had a lot going on and I wasn't sleeping well. So of course that can alone make you incredibly cranky and irritable. But on top of that, because I was trying to get a few hours of sleep and if I only fell asleep at like 5 a.m., then I'm trying to sleep till 8 a.m. and I'm already getting a late start to my day because I have always been a morning person. But with the late start, I'm just not getting to do the things that I normally do that set me in the right direction to have a great day. And now, of course, even though I can prepare all I want, some days don't ever go as you plan. This is real life, right? But for the most part, if I do have that time to sit in the morning and pray and just have my cup of coffee, 
alone in peace before my son wants to go on his scripting about movies and talking and my daughter is talking to me about her Roblox and what's going on on TikTok. I need to be prepared and have my mind right. And I cannot do that without doing my daily routine of gratitude, prayer, and just getting my mind right so that I can show up in the world in my best headspace and not only out there in the world, but in my world with my family. Because let's face it, when we're cranky, not at our best, our family is definitely the people that are going to notice it and feel it the most. So I've mentioned before that I used to be very negative. It was like I didn't want to believe in anything good because then I wouldn't be disappointed if it didn't turn out well. I never wanted to get my hopes up in fear of disappointment, but my how I've changed now because all I want is to focus on hope and the possibility that anything is possible with God because life is really just so much better that way. And some have asked, well, what if you were hopeful and then nothing really turned around? Well, then I'd still say that you still won in the deal because you lived those days happier than you would have if you had stayed negative and pessimistic. Are there reasons to get down and be sad or feel defeated? Absolutely. And I do get caught up in that sometimes. Well, of course I do, but I try to do those regular morning check-ins with myself and God to not completely fall off the rails. And when I don't get to have that time, it's amazing to see how quickly that can happen. And this past week, I tried, but I literally couldn't focus. I'd sit on my couch with my coffee in the same place I do each morning. I prayed, but even my prayers were all over the place. I tried to listen to my morning inspiration and I was just thinking about anything else and easily distracted by my phone which I'm usually so good at putting down during that time each morning but not last week it was like the news media everything had gotten to me and completely stole my joy and whose fault is that it's mine it is all mine I allowed that for the past week I have just been so all over the place busy and sleep deprived. So I have not really focused on all of my blessings and the things I have to be grateful for. And I have so much to be grateful for. We all do. Listen, of course, if I was asked to tell you all of the things that I'm terrified of and worry about as a mom, and especially a mom these days, my list would be endless. And this year has me thinking about things I never even thought I'd worry about. And I know that I'm not alone in any of this, but we have to get hold of our thoughts. We have to stop using the phrase, but I can't help it. Because truth is, we can. We're actually the only ones that can decide to focus on our blessings and the good around us. If we just focus on what is going on around us and our feelings and don't deliberately decide to have a good attitude, 
and be grateful for everything that is good, it's never going to just happen. I hate to break this news to you because I definitely thought it was something that I just wasn't born with. I just wasn't born with a good attitude. I was born negative. I figured that was just how things were with me. And yes, things happen in life and circumstances can make you become jaded and critical because I know that's what happened to me. I was constantly attending pity parties. Party of one, here I come. And annoyed by anyone that chose to have a good attitude. I would be annoyed by people like me that told me to be grateful. Now I'm annoyed by constant negativity. And although I get it, I do have more grace towards negative people, but that only lasts for so long. And I still don't want to be around negative people all the time. It's not like I'm calling up every negative person I know and saying, hey, you want to get together and talk about all of the things that annoy us and how life has been so completely unfair. Let's do it. It'll be so much fun. No, because I don't want to get more depressed, crankier, and become more annoying to myself and those around me. So that's where developing an attitude of gratitude comes in. And this is not a one shot and you're done type of thing. You do it daily, constantly. So how do we get there? How do we develop a great attitude? And how do we become more focused on our blessings instead of just all the negativity that can surround us daily? And I'll say it again, giving thanks to God daily, praying, try not asking all the time, but thanking him for everything he's done in your life, the little things. Learn to celebrate those little things. And it could be just that hot cup of coffee that you're holding in your hand. If you're so tired and worn down from the day before, just say something. And it doesn't have to be all formal and speak in biblical terms and verses. I don't get fancy like that. So I'm just going to say that, okay? If you do, wonderful. But listen, if this is new to you, then you just have a regular conversation. Just talk. And remember to give thanks. And it, again, it can just be something small, like the sun is out or that cup of coffee. Now, something that I have started, and I've started this about, I would say it's been about two years. And I started a gratitude journal. And basically what I do is I try to list 10 things. And I know that might seem like a large number if you're struggling to come up with just one thing that you're thankful for. But again, you are just coming up with things that you're thankful for and they can be small. And like I mentioned, sunshine, coffee, wine, chocolate, in no particular order. But seriously, yes, you want to name those really big things like your family, friends, your health, your home. Just keep going. Because if you start to look at the good things on the daily, again, whether they're small or big, and you're writing them down, it's amazing what that will do for you what that will do for your mindset as you go forward in the day. And now I like to do that at the beginning of the day. You can certainly end the day listing all of the things that 
happened that day that you're grateful for. I certainly know many people that do that at the end of a day. But just get in the habit. If you do decide to journal in the beginning of the day, then maybe set forth and start a routine with your family at dinner time or at night time and get in the habit of saying something that each one of you are grateful for. I think that's great to show our children that we need to focus on the small things and celebrate with them. Let them get into the habit of being grateful and having an attitude of gratitude and just good attitude altogether. And if we daily try to get in the habit of trying to replace each negative thought with something that we're grateful for, like if we're in traffic and we're stuck and we're going to now be late for our appointment, instead of saying, this just always happens to me, I always hit traffic, nothing goes smoothly. Instead, you could focus on the fact that you have a car, that the AC is working and it's blowing on you and you are not hot and sweaty. And I know it takes work and sometimes you're just not in the mood because everyone's beeping around you. Things are off to a bad start for the day. But if we replace the negative thought with something in the moment that we can be grateful for, it just helps to turn the situation around. And then the rest of the day does not have to be affected. And you don't show up to your appointment just annoyed and frustrated and all flustered. Give them a call. Let them know that you're stuck in traffic and let's move on. And if something happens after you get out of that appointment that doesn't go well, do the same thing. And I know this is all sometimes easier said than done. Sometimes it's just a really bad day at home with the kids. And Lord knows I have had many of those. Say there's a meltdown with my son who is autistic. We definitely have experienced our fair share of meltdowns. And in that moment, yes, I know it's incredibly hard to be grateful, to find the good. And it's okay if you can't find it in that moment. But what I'm saying is that after when things have calmed down, if it's at night and you get that time alone just to be quiet and everyone's in bed, you don't have to take care of anyone else and it's your turn to just sit down and just be. That is when I'm saying that you need to decompress from the day and you need to really just look at the fact that yes, your child has driven you nuts. Yes, you may have locked yourself in the bathroom and cried, but he or she is sleeping soundly in their bed and tomorrow is a new day and we're going to try again. And listen, I know that it is so easy to go down that rabbit hole. If you're a mom with a child that has a disability and as an autism mom, I know that there are days that are so hard 
And it's almost like I can't even put into words or express to anyone else. And it's in those moments that it's so easy to fall down into a deep depression and start to become easily agitated by everything that surrounds you, that's going on in the world around you. And if we don't catch ourselves before we fall into that deep depression, and I am speaking from personal experience, it just gets that much harder to dig out of later on. And it may sound silly to some, but I have definitely given myself time limits on to how much energy I can put into being in a funk or upset about something. And I have to do that and I've learned to do that because I have spent days upon days being just miserable about something that happened and completely ignoring all the blessings and all the good around me. So I have worked really hard for this attitude of gratitude. And again, like I said, last week was not my best, but it's something that we have to continue to practice because an attitude of gratitude means that you're making it a habit to express thankfulness and appreciation in all parts of your life on a regular basis for both the big and small things alike. So that's what I'm talking about. Just getting in that habit daily with a gratitude journal, giving thanks to God daily, praying, getting in the habit of trying to replace each negative thought with something that you're grateful for and starting a routine with your family and talking about out loud what you're thankful for and showing your children what that looks like and being grateful and how many blessings and positive things are in life, even in this crazy time, especially in this crazy time, that would be a great thing for children to see. But I think the other important thing to incorporate into this attitude of gratitude is thanking someone, sending a personal note to someone who has impacted your life or a friend that you love dearly and maybe you just feel called. Sometimes I just feel called to send a text or a nice message in the morning or it is a card that you mail to them because who doesn't love to get great mail that is actually something happy and not a bill or anything like that. So do something like that because it really, it does something for you but also imagine what you're doing for the person that is getting it on the other end. And many times when you send that message, it's amazing to have someone get back to you and say, oh my gosh, you have no idea how much I needed that at this moment. And I really believe that it wasn't coincidence that I felt called to reach out to that person that again, it's just God working through us to help each other out and get through this thing we call life. So that's about it. It's a new week and I'm trying to get my mind right and I've taken the time to have my coffee and spend my quiet time and I've gotten to record another episode and now I hear my kids and my husband is actually on vacation for the next two weeks. So that's a blessing in itself because one, I get to have adult interaction and two, help with my children and I hear the dog barking. So my point is, is that the house is becoming alive and I, it's so easy to stay in a positive mindset when the world is quiet and no one is here asking you for things and putting pressure on you and it's just you. 
it's so easy to remain peaceful when there's nothing else going on and everyone's sleeping and you're not interacting with others. But it's showtime now. So what I've just been talking about for the last, I don't know, 18 minutes, I'm going to now go forth in my day and put it into action. So I hope you do the same. And remember, this takes practice. I am certain that I will screw it up at some point in my day or week. But the thing is, is I'm going to keep trying. And some days are definitely easier than others to focus on all the good around you. But it's the tougher days that are the ones that we really need to practice that gratitude mindset. And if you forget, don't worry. Forgive yourself and just keep trying. So showtime, ladies, let's do this. You got this. And I am here to remind you of that and cheer you on every step of the way. So with that, if you have not joined the Courageously Mom Facebook group, then please do so. Head over there, join, and let's form a community where we can support each other, encourage each other, cheer each other on, and laugh, cry, all the good stuff that comes along with being a mom. So until next time, I am sending so much love to you. And I want you to know that I am so grateful for you for listening and for supporting me. And before I go, I want to leave you with a quote from William Arthur Ward. And that is, God gave you a gift of 86,400 seconds today. Have you used one of them to say thank you? So go on about your day, courageous mom. And I hope that you use many seconds, not just one, to count your blessings. Hey there, me again. One more thing before you go. Thank you so much for listening to the Courageously Mom podcast. I hope you come back to hear some more. And if you enjoyed this, don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review.